Welcome to Power Up Podcast. Uh, this is episode 15. Um, we're your hosts, uh, Christopher, um, CJ, and uh, Gobbs. Yo. Um, today we're talking about uh, what to do after the open. Um, preferably um, open pro, actually post open programming, um, and how to uh, get back to normal after all the pain and suffering through those five weeks. Um, so, uh, let's open it up. Um, you guys got some thoughts? Looks like uh, some blank faces here. No, yeah, more specifically, um, what to do after the Open? What are we doing? What's going on? What's happening in the gym, right? Um, we're going to talk about that more. Um, just more broad is kind of, if we're going to be a competitive athlete, um, what should we be doing after the Open? Uh, well, if you're not moving on to you know regionals or have aspirations for the games, uh, your next step should be maybe give yourself a deload or a rest week or two, um, especially if mentally you feel like you need it. Um, you know, if you've been kind of worn down or the Open's got you um, just super sore, just feeling like uh, like you might have lost a little motivation, maybe just give yourself um, a little bit of deload or rest. You can talk to the coaches about that and. You know, still come in and maybe get a light row or jog, uh, mobilize, use this time to stretch, just recover mentally, and then, um, you know, hit it hard that next week or what have you um, starting. So if you're going to be a competitive athlete, um, there's seasons that you should be going through. So right now, like I said, if you didn't make it to, um, to the next level, then usually the way your seasons are going to work is there's going to be, in this order, you're going to do a season of strength, season of probably weightlifting, skill work, um, and then a season of like gymnastics and cardio, which is probably going to lead you up to the open. Um, that's just a general template. It doesn't have to be followed exactly like that, but that's usually what it's going to look like for your competitive athletes. Um, you know, you might not start with a strength cycle right after the open. Um, I recommend probably doing that, but if you're somebody that's already strong enough, which is almost nobody, then uh, maybe you can forego that and use that time to work on different skills. Um, specifically speaking, our gym, um, we're about to start a strength cycle, which is why we've been testing all the past week. Um, so all these tests, um, you know, in six weeks, we can establish if you're getting stronger, weaker, getting better, what have you. Um, so moving forward, starting next week, our first cycle after the Open is going to be a strength conjugate cycle, um, where we're focusing primarily on improving or getting stronger in the squat, the press, or squatting, pressing, and pulling. So like, you know, that includes back squat, front squat, overhead squat, um, strict shoulder press, push press, um, push, you know, push jerk, split jerk, whatever, and also um, your pulling stuff, you know, um, pull-ups, deadlifts, um, stuff like that. Um, so that's what our cycle is going to focus on. That being said, um, the template is going to look like you're going to be squatting or doing squat movements three days a week. So for anyone that doesn't know what conjugate is, um, the conjugate meth, oh man. <laughs> uh, sorry, my freaking kilo, my dog. I don't know what he's getting into. Um, so th the conjugate method, it's pretty much the belief that we can strengthen a movement without actually doing that movement. So if I want to get stronger in squats, it doesn't mean I have to just squat. Um, it means we can do other things. You know, we can do step ups, lunges, um, you know, like leg press, things like that. That are going to um, reverse hyper. That are going to strengthen the muscles and the mus the the muscles around there. So that way we can get stronger in that movement. So the good thing about a conjugate cycle is that um, 
it's not very redundant. So if you're familiar with a small off or a squat cycle where it's like you're just squatting to death, um, hopefully to get strong, it gets a little redundant and it gets um, really hard and discouraging. So kanji gets funner because uh, we're, we're putting in a lot of work lifting heavy weights, but it's going to be different. So, you know, like I said, you're going to be doing different things, banded squats, um, sled pushes, sled pulls, things like that. Um, so the template's going to look like Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, we're doing strength work, which is going to be squatting, either um, pressing or pulling also. And then Tuesdays and Thursdays are going to be a weightlifting focused day where we're going to be doing like snatch and clean and jerk. So all this work is put together, and if, if I'm doing all the work, if I want to be competitive, or if I just want to get a lot better, um, it's probably going to take you about two plus hours to do all of the work that's scheduled every day. So obviously we can't do that all in class. So if you're just coming to class and you want to fit in the strength work, um, it's going to be posted every day. I recommend either doing it before or after class, and you can talk to your coaches about either coming in before or staying after. If there's classes scheduled after the class you come to, then staying after isn't a big deal. I don't know where we left off, but um, the noon or the so I was saying if you come to like the noon or 8.30 class and there's not a class afterwards, just talk to your coach about staying and completing the work. Um, otherwise, you know, if you're just coming to class, we're not going to be able to fit in all the work and we're not going to have just general class squatting um, three days a week. Uh, you know, we don't want to bore people or what have you. So we'll pick, you know, Monday we're going to do the squats and Fridays and then like Wednesdays we're going to um, incorporate more of the pulling or pressing work stuff like that. So you're not going to get all of the strength work or all of the skill work in one class. Um, it's going to take you a little bit longer, like an hour and a half, two hours. So if you're somebody that's like, I want to get stronger, I want to do the strength cycle, um, it's going to take a little bit more time than just coming to class. So talk to your coaches about that. Um, talk to me. I wrote the cycle, so I can kind of tell you what it looks like, how it's going to go down. Um, in the meantime, I gotta get out of here. Oh, sorry. Uh, if you're just a regular open athlete, not a competitor, um, use this time to kind of reflect on the open. Um, did you do better than you thought you did? Did you not do as well as you thought you were? Uh, you were going to. Um, so use that reflection. Um, be inspired to kind of change up your nutrition, try something new, um, or maybe come in the gym a little bit more often and get some more workouts in. Um, you may not be recovering well. You may be under eating, you may be overeating, but, but use what you learned in the open to kind of inspire yourself to uh, rededicate yourself or to um, you know figure out what went wrong and, and try to you know figure out uh, how to change it. So for regular open athletes, that's a good thing to do, kind of be inspired now by uh, what you learned, what you didn't learn, uh, what you didn't learn, what you didn't learn, um, and kind of figure out you know what you need to change or if there's anything to change. So. Um, in the meantime, though, just keep showing up to class and just keep putting in the work. You know, uh, don't forget to recover, uh, eat right, um, and just you know enjoy your time in the gym. You know, this is kind of your stress relief and your time to get better. So, enjoy that. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Um, is there any other stuff? No, I add on to it. Um, so that's pretty much where the gym is heading um, as far as the programming goes. Um, it's kind of going to work in like trimesters, so we're going to do, you know, for the first few months after the Open, we're focusing a little more focused on strength, strength building, strength exercises. Um, after that, we're going to hop into more of a like skill-based set or skill-based cycle, which is going to be focused more around snatch, clean and jerk, um, you know, skills that we would need in more weightlifting that are going to involve a little bit more, maybe like uh, flex or not flexibility, but like balance and coordination, um, those types of lifts. And then um, after that, leading up to the open, it's going to be more like uh, gymnastics, endurance focused.
programming. It doesn't mean we won't weight lift or do um, heavy stuff. It just means that's kind of the focus of the programming. So that's that, that's just for those that are interested in knowing that kind of stuff. Like you kind of know as far as like the template that we follow or where we're going with the programming. Um, that's for those that are interested in that. Uh, kind of what CJ said. So like you know the opens over. It either went as well as you expected, better or worse, or you just don't care. Um, either way, it's always an eye opener. The open, you know, there's always something we figure out about ourselves, whether it's good or bad. Um, you know, I my endurance isn't where I wanted it to be, my strength isn't where I want it to be, or you know, hey, I did better than I thought I would, which is awesome. And you know, you can kind of use that, like CJ said, to reflect. Um, you can always talk to us coaches about what's going on. And be like, hey, you know, in the open my endurance was just it's not where I thought it would be or my strength just isn't where I want it to be um, is there, are there things that I can do to make this better and as coaches we're like of course there's stuff we can do there's extra stuff or there's certain things what have you you know we can talk about setting a plan moving forward or we'll be like no just follow the gym programming because that's going to address kind of what you're worried about in the next six weeks um, but other than that that's that's the programming. The next six weeks, we're in a strength cycle. After that, we'll deload and retest, and hopefully we're getting stronger and getting better. Um, that's the goal of everything. Like I said, if you're interested in the strength cycle, um, it's going to be posted on the Instagram and the Facebook every day. Um, our website is getting figured out, but we should have it finished so that way we can start you know, having the wads posted back on the website. Um, so that way you'll be able to see all the strength and accessory work every day. So like I said, we're not going to have time to do it all in class. So if you see that the strength isn't a part of the class that day, um, you might want to just set aside some extra time. So then that way you can come in before or after class and get your strength work done. And just you know communicate with your coaches about that. And I'm sure as long as it fits in everyone's schedule, nobody's going to have a problem with it. Just as long as we're not getting in the way of class. That's another one. So as long as you're not in the way of class and you're being safe, then you're welcome to do your strength work. If not, then just come in, do the daily wad, have a good time, give some high fives, recover, everything's gonna be good to go. Um, when's your, uh, your uh, lifting cycle starts? Next week, next yeah, week. so I, yeah. hopefully this podcast gets posted soon, it's Friday. Um, lifting cycle starts next week, which is going to be um, Tuesday, April 3rd, no, 4th. April 4th, sorry, April 4th, 2017. Um, I don't have a lot of spots left, and it's Mondays and Fridays at um, 7 a.m. or 6 p.m. Uh, it's going to focus on snatch and clean and jerk, a little bit of strength building. If you want to do the cycle that's with the actual gym programming, that'll actually fit in pretty well. Um, we'll just have to discuss that. Um, like I said, spots are limited, so email me at gabriel at nfbarbell.com or message me um, via Facebook or Instagram. Let me know if you want a spot because, like I said, they are limited, and I'm going to have to either try to find another coach or start turning people away. But it's a great way to improve your weightlifting. So if you're somebody that's like, geez, my snatch just isn't, just needs work or my clean and jerk needs work or what have you, this is perfect time, perfect opportunity to work on it after the open. So that starts next week. Um, also, just, just stay updated on our Facebook and um, Instagram because, you know, we're always posting things. We have a few seminars coming here, weightlifting seminars. We also have USAW certification coming here. So it's just um, things that we have going on in the gym. So just make sure that you guys stay on top of that. Um, make sure 
that you're keeping track of all of your new records and PRs and things like that. So when we retest, um, you know what they are. And also for percentage work. So when you're in the gym, it's like, hey, we're doing snatch at 60%. You'll know, like, I know what my max snatch is, so I can use 60%. I would recommend writing it down in a, uh, not only on the PR board, but in either your phone or else uh, in a little booklet or something like that. So that you have completely all of the, uh, the PRs um, to your history what are you doing. GameReadyFit.com. GameReadyFit.com. Speed. Speed. All right. Um, speaking of which, what Chris just said, um, you'll, you guys should see that I, this week uh, that we've been doing testing on, in the front, I've had pulled up. I've, I've, developed, I've developed a flow chart to answer the age-old question of do you even lift? No, but um, up front on the screen up front, there's a spreadsheet, a, a Google Doc, um, that you can write your name and it has like all of your max lifts, your three rep max lifts. It has all the girls on there. So like Fran, um, Eva, and Angie, Nicole, whatever, you can put those times. Um, it has a lot of different things. So you can write or you can put your name on there and then that keeps track of all of your maxes digitally. So we also have the PR board in the back. Make sure you're using that to handwrite. But that way with the digital one, it's like you can look at it you know, when you're not at the gym. So if you're ever traveling and you go to another gym and they're like doing percentage work, you can just pull it up on your phone if you have Google Docs and just look at it right there. So then that way it's not a question and you can also modify it on the go and it'll modify um, everywhere. So like it'll modify here in the gym too. So if you set a new PR while you're at another gym, you put it in there, it will have it on file here as well. So you don't have to come update it with us. So it's kind of nice because it's like a live document and um, it's good. Just don't go in there switching anyone else's numbers because they might not be happy with you and it might look weird. But yeah, use that document. I spent a lot of time setting that up for everyone and I want you guys to use it. Somebody emailed it to me and I had to download it and that took a lot of, that took a lot of effort. So I'm just kidding. No, but use it for sure. It's, it's, it's a good document. Um. Also, uh, don't forget about the, uh, the buddy system. Uh, we talked about it, actually only talked about it on Facebook and Instagram. We talked about it about a month ago. Um, but the buddy system, basically, uh, whenever there's a new member that happens to uh, join Mob Family, um, whenever there's a new member, um, we like to have one of the more experienced um, athletes uh, help them along the way and uh, get a great understanding of how um, the movements are done or else um, just having a helping hand um, and uh, making their experience a lot uh, more enjoyable here. Um, because uh, when we all started uh, in the gym, Get out. most likely we just walked in by ourselves. I mean, I did. I didn't have any friends that joined with me. Um, so I didn't know anybody, and I didn't really talk to a whole lot um, of people. I kind of just did my thing a little bit, um, which I did try to talk to people, obviously. But uh, um, it's much easier for to uh, get in the hang of things um, when you have somebody actually helping you, um, or a little bit focus focusing on you, or maybe being like a uh, um, what would be what would be called not not a trainer, but like a uh, uh, a mentor, sort of. Um, but for the buddy system, uh, whoever is the um, the more experienced athlete taking on a newer mob buddy, um, we still want to keep the uh, the coaching to the coaches um, just 
with the buddy system, maybe helping out with a little bit of the movements and stuff like that whenever a coach is um, busy uh, through the hour. More so, you just take somebody under your wing. Yeah. And that experienced member is just helping the other member with things like EMOM, AMRAP, GTO, S2OH, which is like shoulder to overhead. GTO um, is a Pontiac. FS, it's also ground to overhead. Um, so just things like that, like acronyms, you know, like understanding the workout, kind of more comprehension. Like Chris said, it's not like coaching. Like you're not, we don't expect you as the experienced member to be coaching other people. That's kind of why the coaches are here. But it's just, you know, if you're taking somebody under your wing in the buddy system, it's just helping explain. They're like, what is AMRAP? And you're like, oh, that's, you know, as many reps as possible. We're going to do this. Or like, you know, help with the workout. Like, oh, today's workout, you just go through it once or four rounds um, just to help understanding and it also it's going to help with a little sense of community and help that newer person feel more welcome and break the ice a little bit better with them also the main thing is just don't forget about them um, because it's been at least a month or a couple months um, since that the sheet's been posted up there um, the hope that uh, um, buddies didn't forget about each other um, but if you happen to be Ideally, you should be in the same type of time slot, um, like the same classes, um, so you can see each other regularly, but uh, don't, don't forget about each other. <laughs> um, and if the other buddy um, happens to not show up uh, that often, or else uh, you don't hear from them, um, like send them a message or uh, call them, uh, get in touch with them. Um, make sure they're okay. Uh, make sure the uh, snatches can get to them. Uh, make sure they're surviving. Uh, but anyways, don't forget about the buddy system. Um, we'll have the sheet is still posted up next to the uh, the front computer desk. Um, it's actually on the bulletin board, um, but you can always find it there. Next week, um, we're gonna have a different podcast episode. Um, it's gonna have some current information of what's going on uh, with some events. Uh, also, we'll have some different topics, um, which topics aren't currently thought of. No, we, we have the perfect topic, and it's going to be, is gluten the devil? Oh, yeah. I don't know. You guys tell me. Is gluten the devil? Mary, is gluten the devil? Is gluten the devil? Yeah. You're on the podcast right now. Mary says no, so stay tuned next week and find out. Is gluten the devil? Okay. Well, that's going to be the next week's podcast topic. So, uh, yeah. So, it's going to be next week's topic. Um, this is episode 15 today. Um, we host Christopher um, and Gobbs and CJ as well. Yeah. Uh, we'll Get see you next time. <laughs> yeah. GameReady.com. Yeah, GameReadyFit.com. Check it out. Right, pay the price. Follow us on Instagram. <laughs> At Game Radio.